Good morning, everybody, and this is another off-grid podcast with Tanda Ranch. My name is Thomas. I'm one part of Tanda Ranch, and this is going to be our first full episode. So thanks for listening, and here we go. So today, I was just going to talk about the start of Tanda Ranch and what all we got started, or why we came out here. Um, why we moved from the Texas Gulf Coast to the high desert of Arizona um, we have probably four or five reasons um, environment, politics, education um, COVID and control of our lives and maybe if you want to throw it in there to kind of prepare in case something really bad happens um, with society um, there's a lot of you know, weird stuff going on in our minds. Um, this is the way that we chose to do this. Um, there's a million and one different ways to, you know, go off grid. Um, and this was kind of how we went about doing it. Um, so for the reasons on why we left, I'm going to start with the environment. Um, our environment down there in the Texas Gulf Coast was really cool like I, I liked it um the only real serious thing you had to worry about was rains and floods and hurricanes and you know stuff like that which raining uh and flooding happens a lot um you know the rain is not even a factor i mean it's it happens but usually when it floods it floods and it goes away usually really really quick um so it, it's pretty cool. Um, it was nice down there. But the hurricanes, um, we only... I was down there for three years. My wife, she had lived down there the majority of her life. Um, during the three years that we were down there together, um, we only had to evacuate one time for a, cane, for a hurricane. And it never even hit where we lived. Um, we ended up going all the way up to San Antonio to get away from it. Um, that was a tropical um, climate, so to speak. Um, nice warm weather, um, lots of humidity. Um, it was, you know, in Texas, if you're along the Gulf Coast or Central Texas, which is where I grew up, you get about a month worth of winter, and the rest of it's either really warm or blazing hot. Um, and you would think going to the high desert of Arizona, well, you're you're going to be in the desert. The high desert's a lot different um, in the northern part of Arizona than, you know, down near Tucson or Phoenix and places like that. Um, those areas are lower elevations, um, and they get hot in the summer, like really hot, like close to 115, 120 degrees, and overnight might not even get under 100 degrees. Uh, but where we are up in the northern eastern portion of Arizona, near the Holbrook Sanders area excuse me um, that area up there is um, it's considered the high desert uh, we are on the edge of the White Mountains up here and we're at about a 6,000 foot elevation above sea level and it may get hot during the day um, even in the summertime it'll get up in the high 90s um, low 100s but at night times it drops down into the 60s maybe even into the 50s low 70s so at night time once the sun goes down it cools off really quick up here 
and so the two environments are way different um, they kind of go you know they're both warmer climates um, but we have seasons up here whereas in Texas it's cold for a month warm than just blazing hot um, out here we actually have like a spring fall winter summer and it's nice um, so yeah it's really nice it's dry up here uh, where we are um, lots of sand and dust I mean we're, we're constantly sweeping and cleaning and stuff like that but it's just the the nature of living up here it, it, it's not for everyone but um, we are going to eventually set up for like the monsoon season so we can do rain collection water collection as of right now we have our water trucked in so it's been pretty pretty cool and to have the water trucked in is not too bad um, it's like basically having a water bill and it usually lasts us about a month month and a half ultimately we would like to get ourselves a trailer that has a couple water totes on the back or or even just a single water tote uh, we do have access to a well that is free to us um, or we could go into town and get water and there's like a penny a gallon so you do the math three dollars fifty cents for a full water tote of water that will last you, you know, two weeks um, so it's not bad at all um, so it, it's it's really cool um, in Texas you know we had everything in our environment down there at our at our fingertips DoorDash Uber Eats out here yeah you're not getting that out here um, in Texas, we had, you know, restaurants all over the place where we were, seafood, seafood markets. Um, really, it was a cool life down there, but with inflation, it just got to be so expensive that it became extremely difficult to kind of keep your head above water, so to speak. Um, loved it down there. If I, if I was making more money... Um, doing a job that I enjoy doing, which I'm a truck driver, and I love to drive. And in Houston, there are no shortages of truck drivers, uh, truck driving jobs, I should say. It's pretty, uh, pretty nice down there. Uh, I could have went out and found another job, but we wanted to do something different with our lives. Um, there's a lot of the hustle and bustle in Houston, keeping up with the Joneses down there, and it just gets old. Um, I'm in my mid-40s. And, uh, you know, my wife, she's uh, early 40s. And so we just decided to make a change and give it a shot out here. Um, did politics play into any of it? Uh, not locally politics, but just uh, the uh, change in our presidency, you know, his policies uh, with our current president, uh, who is Joe Biden, um, his policies and his border policies um, and the way he decides to want to run this country doesn't really line up with uh, what it is our beliefs are um, our previous president you know Donald Trump um, I liked his policies I can't say that I liked everything he did there's a lot of things that he did that was very kind of to me I felt was a little bit um, unprofessional as a president goes but, you know, we live in a world now where they want you to be so politically correct that he was 
definitely not politically correct. And I think that rubbed people the wrong way. Personally, I didn't mind it because he has to get his point across. But at the same time, you know, he could have handled a handful of things better. But I thought he was a good president. So uh, if he ever runs again, um, I would consider consider giving him my vote. But um, education... Um, the education that uh, one of our kids was getting there in the Gulf Coast area there wasn't too bad, um, but the biggest problem wasn't so much the education he was getting was the environment in the school, and it caused him a lot of issues, anxieties, issues. Um, he has, you know, there are some social issues that he has, and uh, his ability to get along with other kids, sometimes he struggles with that. And so um, we decided to do what's called, I believe it's called off-schooling or unschooling. Um, he's, he still, you know, does school online. Um, there's a program out there that we use uh, here in Arizona that they use and recognize as a, a good uh, homeschooling. Because in Arizona, a lot of the areas out here are very rural and, you know, you might have a town nearby, you know, within 30 miles that has a school district, but just getting to that town could, you know, take you, you know, an hour just in and an hour home. And then also that's if you can even get to it. Uh, when monsoon season rolls around or you get a lot of rain out here, you might not be able to get off your property for four or five days. So you have to be kind of prepared for that. Um, so uh, we've decided that bringing him out here would be a good idea and so far it seems to work out pretty good um it does make life at home a little stressful because you know with his issues that he may have dealing with authorities and stuff like that it's a little bit tough on him but he seems to be learning he uh, seems to like helping with the animals that we have out here um so that's about it for the educational side of things um COVID was COVID an issue. COVID, COVID was really never a big issue. Where COVID played a role was the government telling us how we had to wear a mask and where we where we can and can't go. Um, that was a big problem. Um, in Texas, it wasn't really all that bad though. We have a governor in Texas, Greg Abbott. Um, give a shout out to that guy. He he works his butt off. He's a very good governor. Um, Texas is one of them states, though. It's like if you're the governor, all you got to do is keep it between the guardrails and you'll be fine. Just don't stray too far off and, you know, it'll run itself. Texas is a great place to live. Um, I would always go back there if I need to. Um, But, you know, COVID, you know, the way... COVID has been very politicized. And it's one of those things where... It doesn't need to be. You can see the people who are profiting from it. You can see the companies and the everyone that's growing. Like in a situation like COVID, you know, when everybody's trying to keep their head above water, and you have companies like Amazon and hey, I love Amazon. I'll get my stuff off there all the time. But they're profiting from an epidemic. Um, there's a lot of companies that have, um, but. You know what what can we do about it not a whole lot the man plays a big role so it's it's 
it's tough. And then uh, we basically came out here also to gain control of our lives. What are we going to do for the rest of our life? You know, the next 40 plus years of our life, hopefully we're still around in 40 years. But what are we going to do? Um, you know, what do we want out of life? Currently, we we're, we are trying to become a self-sustained family out here. Um, we plan on having goats, chickens, which we actually are. We already have goats, chickens, ducks of two different kind, um, rabbits. Um, you know, we're going to eventually build like a little greenhouse out here to try to get vegetables and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. Um, it's a it's an everyday challenge. Um, I work Monday through Friday. Um, for the most part, I'm a truck driver, so my days are long. I'm up at four o'clock in the morning and usually don't get home to about seven, seven o'clock at night. Sometimes a little bit earlier, but for the most part, it's it's pretty early. But um, it's an early day, late home, go to bed, wake up, do it all over until the weekend rolls around, and that's when I'm really able to get out and do stuff. Um, you know, our goal here is to have a animals that we can reproduce, use for meat, use for dairy, use for eggs, um, and that's our goal. And in doing all that, we want to be self-contained, you know, not that we're worried about the rest of society, we actually live in kind of an off-grid community, and the community, for the most part, has been really great out here. Everybody helps everybody. Um, and you got to kind of build a network of people near you um, to do that. And we have a great bunch of people out here. There's a handful of people who I could care less to deal with. But for the most part, everybody out here has been really cool. And um, so for, you know, what it's worth, I think uh, I think this was a good decision. Um, there's, there's times whenever I get frustrated. There's times I'm like, to hell with this. I'm going back to Texas. I'm going to go drive a truck. I'll just go live in a one-bedroom apartment. And uh, there's times I would like to do that. And I get frustrated and mad. But, you know, we always come through it smelling a lot better than we went into it. Um, It's rough. It's not a life for everybody. But it's a busy life. It's a rewarding life. Uh, It's amazing how many challenges you have. And virtually every time you meet that challenge, one way or the other. Like I said, everybody does things differently. Um, and we have an ultimate goal of building this property that we have out here to a point where we don't have to go in the town, but maybe once a month and get a handful of things, maybe from the grocery store if we actually need them. But other than that, um, that's about it for now. Um, like I said, I'm going to be talking about the good, the bad, the ugly, um, the pros, cons, you know, we've had some things happen. We had recently had some goats uh, that were born, of which two of the three didn't make it. And Mama just about didn't make it. But we had some help, like I said, from a neighbor who did have a lot of experience with goats. And she was fantastic. So if it wasn't for her, we probably wouldn't have the one baby goat that we have, which is absolutely adorable. And the Mama goat wouldn't be around. And that's where we get a lot of our milk from in fact that's the only place we get our milk from but again um thanks for listening this is uh the first episode and kind of the basics of what i'm going to be talking about 
but y'all have a great day and thanks